0: Mel and Gregory and welcome to the Head in the Clouds podcast. Hi podcasters, I hope you're all doing okay. I'm just doing my weekly podcast, it is currently Friday. It's been a bit of a miserable few days actually, the weather has taken a clear turn for the worst and even though the gardens had a good rain, I'm missing the sun so much and if it feels horrible. I went outside to hang the washing out and it felt like winter, and I'm not ready for winter yet. I mean, I'm excited for Christmas, I'm always excited for Christmas, but I'm just not ready for winter. I think it's too soon, so I'm waiting for the sun to come back. I do hope you're all doing okay, though, and staying safe, and hopefully COVID-free. For this week's podcast, I would like to talk about the current Black Lives Matter movement and how important I do think this whole movement is. Now for a bit of background on me in this situation is that I'm from the UK so I am not really well experienced in this whole situation. Where I live is predominantly white English and where I've grown up I haven't seen racism firsthand because in my schools there was rarely any people of colour and when there was we were just friends with them we never ever discriminated against them in any way you know they were our friends and I, because my school was quite small, we were all very close together we were all, we all kind of all got along. There was like a few that weren't like that friendly, but then like they just weren't really like a part of like your group, so you had like your friends and like I've always been nice to everyone, and if people were rude to me, then I'm just like, well, they can sod off kind of thing. I would never look at people because of how they look, how they dress, and just ignore them. It's just about kind of including everyone. And obviously, you do have people that you're better friends with and people that you don't really talk to that much, but that's just because you've got differences and you, you know, you don't have much in common, but you'd never let your skin colour be a reason why you wouldn't be friends with someone. It's just silly. But even though it was nice not to witness and experience someone receiving racism, it had also left me blinded to what was really going on in our world. And that is true, like, because I haven't really witnessed it first hand. I have been blindsided and I have been kind of ignorant to what is going on and I know that I'm not a racist person and I know there is racism in the world but I never really realised the extent of what was going on. Especially where I live and where like our city is ninety seven percent white British I think and like three percent different ethnicities like so that is very high white population meaning that it's very different to see diversity, different people and cultures. So as like a county, Cornwall is not ethnically diverse because we don't have that diversity here. And I think particularly older generations struggle to see what is going on and they are blinded to it. And I have grown up in a place where there is clear ignorance and racist views. The Black Lives Matter movement's currently underway have opened my eyes hugely to the issue being faced and have made me realise that I am actually so lucky that I do have a clear white privilege and I'm lucky to have that but at the same time it's not fair it's just so unfair to think that just because of the family I've been born into I can go out go to a good school get grades, go into college and I'm more likely to be accepted into those things. I'm less likely to be pulled over or arrested and I don't feel threatened when I walk past police officers or people of power. I can feel safe where I live and it's not fair at all. In this situation, if it all gets a bit too much for me, And I'm thinking reading all of this is upsetting and it's getting me down and it's making me feel bad. I can just take some time out. I can do that. And that is my white privilege. I have the privilege of being able to walk away, to take a breather, to forget the situation that is going on and just relax. Black people don't. This is their everyday life and this is something they've had to face their whole lives. They can't just... Ignore what's being said. I saw a video the other day of someone on a tube. It was this girl and it was her and a white man on the tube. And he turned and looked at her and saw her and then started singing the N-word. And he was singing it, he was going... And then he saw her filming and he immediately stopped. But he kept singing it to her and just being really horrible and racist and it was just no need for it. You know, she was just minding her own business on the tube home. But you could never, ever, ever imagine anything like that happening. I could not ever in my life think that I'd go out in public and be racist to these people and call them words and names because of where they're from. I couldn't imagine it. You know, you have to include everyone and there is no excuse for it. I know people that are racist. They have no excuse for this. I have been in a very white primary school, very white secondary school, and I haven't seen the diversity. But still, I would never, ever treat these people like that. And I'm always, always, always including people. And you know, and I just want to help people at work. I work with so many different people and I help them out. And I just want to like, be nice to everyone and treat everyone equally. And I think if we were more ethnically diverse in this part of the UK, it would really, really help. Because at least then, you know, they'd have neighbors and other people around them that they then make friends with. And then they realize, actually, you know, my views are wrong. But sadly, it's not very diverse. And there is still just all this ignorance. But, like, in my school growing up, black history was never taught. I was never taught about what we did as a country to other countries and how we caused so much slavery, how we caused so many people to live a life of poverty, not be able to get into, like, good jobs because they sacrificed that to work in World War Two for us. And it's horrible. And I never knew that when the British invaded Australia, they took away children from the aboriginal families and they gave them into like little camp places or they gave them to white parents to raise them as white English children even though they were born in Australia with the aboriginal families and they were raised as an aboriginal up until that point they were literally taken from their families we tried to destroy their beliefs and their culture and make them what we saw as normal in brackets normal And we tried to make them more like us. And that's not fair. I didn't know that. And I found that out in year 13 while doing A-levels. It was a case study. So if I didn't have to do Australia in geography A-level, I would never, ever, ever have known that anything like that had happened. And I would have still been so blindsided to it. The people who are now in Australia who are Aboriginals, there aren't very many left. There's a very small minority. But they have far less healthcare opportunities and opportunities and they're so poor and deprived some of them they don't have good jobs or they'll do low paying low kind of skill jobs and they just haven't been given the same type of life as other Australians have and I just can't believe it took me to year 13 to find this out there have been a lot of ignorance online as well that's the worst part when anything like this happens not this but like online online is so negative negative. I was online the other day and someone posted something about something and someone has to comment something negative. There is always negative comments online. I mean, on Facebook, I see it all the time and I hate it. It gets me so down. Like, someone will try and do something nice and there's always that one negative comment on what they've done and just a horrible reason for it. It's It just really does annoy me. I hate seeing it. Right now online, someone might put something off about Black Lives Matter and someone will comment, all lives matter. And it's horrible seeing people trying to use all lives matter in comments and hashtags over the media isn't fair it is ridiculous and there is a photo online at the moment of a little girl and it's this little girl and she's holding a little bit of cardboard it's like a sign and she says we said dot 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 black lives matter we never said dot 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 only black lives matter we know dot 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 all lives matter We just need your help with hashtag Black Lives Matter for black lives are in danger. And that's so true. Right now, they are the ones that need our help. So we need to just push our beliefs, our thoughts, our feelings aside. It's so greedy to think that you want all lives to matter when we know they all matter. Every life is important. But your life isn't the one at risk. You're not the one in fear, living A life that could be completely different if the colour of your skin was different. And it's just so rubbish that people feel the need to always put themselves and so selfish they put themselves first in every situation. It's like going to a breast cancer awareness and fundraiser and saying all cancers matter. Going to someone who is trying to raise awareness of elephants that are dying in Africa from drought and then saying all mammals matter or whales are dying in the seas and they're like all mammals matter on land and in sea and it's like that's not the point of this and it is horrible. It's just rubbish to see how small-minded some people can be and I have also found a really good video this morning of a Christian man explaining why Black Lives Matter. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to play it into the podcast so I'll play it and if I'm not allowed I'll read out what he says. So this is a Christian way of explaining black lives matter to someone who keeps saying all lives matter by Carl Lentz. I said
1: a statement last week which was a very mild statement because I believe we want to agree with God. We want to be on God's side. My statement was this. For me, I believe that black lives matter. That's what I said. Anybody with a functioning brain understands that all lives matter. Anybody. But right now, a portion of our community that is frustrated and they are suffering and they are hurting so as an empathetic christian i'm going to go and say i agree with the statement black lives do matter but i was glad some people disagreed with me because i kept saying do black lives matter yes or no yes but i'm like there is no but we disagree those are the same type of people that would have interrupted jesus during the sermon on the mount jesus would have been like blessed are the poor no jesus blessed are all people twin does highlighting one issue disparage another are we not secure enough to be able to sit here and go issue by issue and just talk about one without disparaging another of course all lives matter but it's okay to say black lives matter what's wrong with you? this is our rocket science all lives matter no kidding that's why we're saying black lives matter because until all lives matter equally we need to focus
0: on this no i loved that when i listened to it i thought it was so good and it just basically showed how people do have the selfishness to make everything about them. And I thought it was such a good video. And I just think that was great. I thought that was such a good way of explaining it. And from a Christian perspective as well, it's quite nice. I mean, I'm not sure what religion I follow, but that was a really good way of explaining it to everyone. I think that people might have listened to what he said because he, I think he's a very respectable man. So I hope so. But I hope that I can keep that in because that was a good video. Now, that I've discussed that all lives matter, I do want to get onto ways you can help. I don't live in an area that is doing really protests. I can't really get down to them due to work, but I'm trying my best. When I see one that I can get to, I will go to and help support. I posted online. I've signed petitions and I'm doing as much as I can really to do it. I have donated a little bit of money to two causes, but I can't donate to everyone because I don't have loads of... I'm afraid spare, but if I did, I know I would donate more. But I'm just trying myself to just help. And one website that I found is really, really good to educate yourself because that's what I've had to do. I've had to kind of go away and read up on this actual situation and see the horrific things that are happening, but I haven't been told about it. I've had to go away and read up. And I used a site called Black Lives Matters dot C-A-R-R-D dot co it just says basically the ways to help and you can sign petitions and it has links to so many petitions on there there's the george floyd ones there's get the officers charged there's briona taylor there's pass the georgia hate crime bill defund mpd life sentence for police brutality tony mcdade kendrick johnson Tamir rice Jamie johnson daria stewart but there are so many on here and i've been down and you can find them in your area as well and i've been down and i've found the right ones that i can sign and i've gone through and if one like say won't let me sign it then i'll i go kind of elsewhere to sign it but the change to org ones do seem to work wherever you are kind of thing but some of them are a bit more like american so you can't really sign them so belly Mujinger was working at london victoria and someone spat on her who had, who knew they had COVID-19. It caused her to be hospitalised and it sadly made her pass away. She had underlying issues, but obviously being spat on by this person killed her because it gave her COVID. And she was a vital essential worker, but that was just her job. She was also a mother, a wife, a sister, a friend to many, and her story is upsetting but not individual we are protecting doctors we're protecting nurses but sadly she didn't get the protection she needed on the front line and that was such a horrible one to see it was really horrible and i've seen so much stuff on twitter recently i saw a new york pd cop pull a man's face mask down and pepper spray him directly in the face for no reason he was still with his hands up i've seen a whole lot of stuff i've seen people doing graffiti the are white and then black people are being blamed for that and the vandalism but it's not just them and it's yeah it's rubbish the best ways to help is to educate yourself educate yourself allow yourself to educate others once you've educated yourself you can sign the petitions share the petitions get more people to sign them that would really help if you've got spare money try to donate it would be great if you can but if you can't obviously don't worry about it as long as you've done the other things you're really helping out Go to protests, but be sensible, be safe and just try not to destroy things and keep it peaceful. If you end up smashing things and doing graffiti, it's not great because then it's making other people look bad. Especially if you're a white person, you're going to get it blamed on black people and it's not fair. You need to protest to help the situation, but you just need to be careful while you're out there. Try and wear a face mask. I know they said in America especially, remove contact lenses. Because if they use tear gas and stuff on your face, it can cause the contact lenses to melt into your eyes apparently. Which sounds horrible, but it can. So make sure you don't wear contact lenses. Wear glasses. Wear face mask. Keep yourself kind of covered. And just be 100% careful. You need to be Just careful. Try and socially distance as much as you can so you don't catch COVID. And just keep safe. I saw a thing on here. So there was a cop kneeling yesterday to stay with people who were kind of praying for George Floyd. And then today, he was one of the officers that pushed over an old man who cracked the back of his head open and was bleeding on the floor. So, like... It just shows that over there, especially in America, the, the police officers are very corrupt. Um, it takes eight months to train as a police officer in America, just eight months, which isn't a very long time. And once they've kind of trained as a police officer, they can start working pretty much straight away. Well, once they've started working, obviously some of them who are in training right now are being brought straight up to be officers and are being allowed to go out and on duty. And it's just not right because they're not there yet. And I think if you're going to train police officers, they need to spend a bit longer than eight months training because anyone then can become a police officer. I know especially in America they can. In the UK there is a little bit more in place about police officers and it is a bit harder to get into. But in America, pretty much anyone can become one. As long as you can prove to are mentally stable and that you're fit and you're good at fitness, you can become a police officer. And they give you a badge and a gun pretty much straight away. So police officers can train in eight months, whereas it takes lawyers years and years and so much training ...to become a lawyer and I think that's so wrong. They should have to go through social training, they should have to get a degree... ...and they should spend a lot longer than eight months learning... ...before they get given a gun and are allowed out on the public. And right now in America they're bringing police officers in training up... ...and they're cutting their training time and allowing them to go on the streets... ...and I think that's so wrong because these people aren't ready... ...and you know they're going to cause more disruption than good really... So that is a worry. But I'm going to end today's podcast here. I hope that you are kind of a little bit more educated. If that's what you're after here. Whether you were just after like someone to listen to talking about Black Lives Matter. I'm not too sure. But please go onto the website. co. It will be on our Instagram page. The Head in the Clouds podcast. We will have this link on there to allow you to sign the petitions donate and also access resources there are so many resources on here which are great and they kind of help you educate yourself and they they are really good and they also are on there to give you kind of help like mental health help and stuff and i think it's just a really good website and something i've definitely used There's also other ways that you can help. So just signing the petitions and just sharing and raising awareness is the best thing you can do. I hope you all have a lovely rest of your week and you continue to kind of help the situation. Keep talking about it. Keep it alive and there will be change. We've already seen change, slight changes. We've had um, someone involved in George Floyd's death moved up from third degree to second degree murder and hopefully it will get moved up especially the one on his neck to murder although the problem with those police officers where they were bystanders they watched it happen and they didn't stop him and hopefully we can get change and we can just create a world that is a safe space for everyone and once the injustice and inequalities are gone you know it will be a lot fairer and better but sadly they aren't gone yet so we need to keep fighting we need to keep not physically fighting but like fighting for justice and keep positive it is going to happen but we've just got to keep on and it will and social media is great because it does give us more awareness if we didn't have social media which had newspapers we would not be as involved as we are right now and we wouldn't see the injustice so I'm very glad that we all have this weapon. Social media is a weapon that we can use in the right way. And we have been, everyone's been sharing and raising awareness and signing petitions, and it's great to see. So enjoy the rest of your week. If you need anyone to talk to, do not hesitate to email us at theheadinthecloudspodcast in the clouds podcast at gmail.com or on our Instagram page, the Head in the Clouds Podcast. And just keep positive. Good luck for the rest of the week stay safe stay alert stay at home save lives and just be careful and i hope you all have a great week and i'll see you soon bye